guys, welcome to Kimmy's Corner. I'm going to preface this episode with the fact that I'm sorry if I sound a little bit annoyed. Um, I've had to restart this episode about four times already because of interruptions. That's all I'm going to say. But anyway, um, <clears throat> I wanted to also clarify that the following episode is going to feature some adult content. Um, I'm not going to go in descriptive detail or anything, so no worries. However, I feel like it wouldn't be suitable for children at all. Um, It's not safe for work. And it's just generally trigger warning. Just trigger warning. Um, Just to reiterate once more, it's not good for children, not safe for work, and it's going to contain material that's very triggering. Okay. So, what I want to talk about is probably a good way if you wanted to capsize on my personality a show entitled orange is the new black um originally when i first heard the title of this show i was a little little confused didn't really know what the whole big thing was about i kind of thought it was you're gonna laugh a kid's show because i was like it's talking about colors like i had no idea i hadn't seen any I don't know how I could have missed it, honestly, because, you know, social media, the pioneer that it is, and just anything out in the world, you see it somewhere, you know? You could see it on a train, on, like, an ad on a train. You could see it posted on Facebook. You could see it, or you can even hear it blabbed by, like, people, like, buzz marketing. I had not really heard about it, except for just the name. I didn't hear what it was about or see what it was about. So I was like, it's a show about colors for kids. Like, I don't know. Or it's one of those really cool diversity shows, which it technically is. So, wasn't wrong there. But anyway, um, finally, I was having, or excuse me, my parents and I were still having my oldest brother living with us. And he was actually watching the show, which I was like, cool, I want to see what this is about. My curiosity's peaked. So I go over there, and lo and behold, you know, there he is with his laptop watching Netflix, and Orange is the New Black's on. And, you know, I heard some of the, I should also say, I heard some of the audio before when he was watching it, and it sounded a little bit like, what is this? Garbage. Like, not that it was, like, awkward, it's just, like, (laughs) the part I walked in on was, like, a love scene, Okay. Just for lack of a better term. And so I'm thinking like, um, Paul. I didn't say it, obviously. But I I was thinking, Paul, you know, it's my brother's name. Why are you watching porn? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) And not really realizing it was the show. Because it doesn't so, it doesn't like say in the title, like the theme, or just a new black. Like it doesn't say that during the theme songs. It sounds like, it sounded like Regina Spector singing the theme song and sure enough was right. And I love her anyway. So I was like already kind of hooked by that. But I was kind of a little turned away when I heard this love scene. Not because I have any problem with that kind of content. It's just, I was worried it was just going to be all of that non-stop in the show and not any depth. Until I kind of started watching the show with him without realizing after that scene had passed. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to watch it for myself. So that very night, 
hop into bed, you know, getting ready to sleep. But I was like, I want to watch something to help me sleep. Yeah, this show was not that tight. <laughs> I mean, now that I'm already just, as a long-term thing, I'm already done with the show completely. It is background noise for when I sleep. But let me just tell you, I will still find myself getting up in the middle of the night. The show's still on in the background, and I'm watching it again. It's just that addictive. I haven't ever watched the show as many times as I've watched Orange is the New Black. So, why is it that big of a deal? Well, for one, um, it's not just lesbians. It's the character development. It's the storylines, the arcs behind each character and why they went to prison. It's like the emotional integrity. These women are all facing the same thing. Prison. Like, they have different reasons why they're there, of course, but they're all working towards the same goal. Rebuilding a life, reconstructing, reframing. I just, I don't know. I think it's really, really awesome sauce. And I don't know, I just, I've recommended to everyone to at least give it a shot because I was just like you. I didn't, I don't have anything, just to lay this on the line, I don't have anything against lesbians. I don't have anything against gay people. But I was just kind of concerned it was just going to be non-stop sex all the time. And we see that enough in movies. We see that enough in other shows and everything. I didn't want another suck fest, to be honest. I wanted clarity. I wanted a show that moved me, and this did it. I have never cried so much in my life, and awkwardly at that, because I mean, I live with my parents, so like, they've seen me like crying over a fictional character. I mean, it's worse than a book, honestly. So, I don't know, it's just, my favorite is like, he wanted me to go, because I'm really hard at like, hard-pressed to kind of keep going with this podcast other than say the show is the bee's knees you need to go watch it if you haven't already and if you are one of those people that are like well the season ruined it for me so I stopped watching I did kind of get to that point with it um I believe it was season four pretty sure that's the one I'm thinking of that really did me in because I was upset. I'm not gonna spoil it because even though the show's been out forever, I'm still not one of those like, you should have seen it by now. I'm gonna spoil it for you. Huh? No. I'm not a muckraker or that's the wrong term. Whatever. I'm not a heathenistic mongoloid. So, um, but yeah, it was season four and I took a hiatus a little bit from watching. If you want to call a week a hiatus, you know, don't judge me. Um, that's long for me because I was watching episodes back to back, eating cereal because cereal is better at night, you know, that kind of thing. And just getting in my vibes and watching it. But, um, I continued and, you know, some of the, my favorite characters, because I know everybody, don't kill me guys, Vosman, everybody's a Vosman type. I love Nicarello. I am never gonna never love Nicarello. And, you know... Um, just in general, their relationship, I mean, say what you will, you know, everybody has a different perspective, and just really, they're perceptive of different things. I viewed Bosman as more, 
I mean, they were still great, don't get me wrong, but there were some traits to Alex I just didn't like, and then some traits to Piper I didn't like. I didn't like Alex's need for, like, fixing everybody, which I'm guilty of, but I feel like she did it as far as, well, like, whenever Piper was at her worst, it felt like Alex had this control over her because she wanted to be the one to either cause her pain and then, like, bring her out of it. I don't know if I'm making sense here. She wanted to white knight every experience that Piper had. And, you know, I've learned that you can't really do that, you know. If people want to be fixed, they will. And they'll really just do it on their own accord, even without your help. Not saying you can't push them in the right direction. It's just a matter of letting them come to their senses. And, you know, to clarify, doesn't mean I think they're crazy. It just means, you know... They're just out of their mind, out of sorts. They're kind of withdrawn from reality. And I think we've all been there. So, I just, I don't know, I'm not a fan. I wasn't a fan of, like, that whole mood with them. And it was constant. And then it just got really annoying with Piper being this yuppie, entitled, I'm whining about my woes. And I'm like, well, what are you doing about them? You're literally, you just said to Larry, her boyfriend at the time, which I'm not going to go into detail about what happens with that relationship. Y'all figure it out. <laughs> it's just, she's like, I'm going to get ripped and, you know, I'm going I'm to knit. And then what happens? She doesn't, I mean, she knits, but she didn't get ripped. And like, she bat, or has a lot of obstacles with different characters, which also I feel like will spoil it. So I'm not going to tell y'all. But yeah, like, no. No, there's just so many relationships in the show other than just romantic, other than Vosman and Nicarello. I just, I don't even really have any words for Vosman. I like them together, but I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. So, bleh. Um, <clears throat> I'll leave it at that because I don't want people with a torch coming at me. But Nicarello fans, you guys tune into this. I love their relationship. I get that Morello is this kind of... I feel like she does suffer from borderline personality disorder, and I definitely feel like she is the poster child for, um, (sighs) wow, why does the DSM have to be so complicated with its terminology? It's something along the lines, it's parallel to borderline, but it's where you kind of live in this falsehood, this fantasy world, and you really... It could be just disassociated personnel, but I don't think, I think it's much more. If I think of it later, I'll probably be like, oh, guess what? I remembered what it's called. So look out for that, guys, or listen out because you're not seeing me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but no, Nicarello, mm, love them. Just love, I love Nikki. Like, Nikki just has this big old heart and like, she just... She doesn't show it as much, you know. She always laughs it off, and then we see her break, and that just kills me. I don't know. I hate when she cries. I cry. And just, Morella wants to be loved. And I mean, I'm a little mad about Nicarello for reasons, and you'll see why later. But, like, for the meanwhile, I love them. <laughs> just beautiful. Um, other than couples, romantically, Red and Nikki, Red is the cook of the show. I really am bad at introducing these characters, aren't I? Okay. 
Piper, <laughs> this is why I don't get on tangents, because I also distract myself. Um, Piper is the title character. It follows mostly around her story, but she meets all these characters along the way in prison. So Piper is a yuppie, um, a wasp, if you will. She was in prison after being tied to a drug ringleader, which is Alex Voss. Um, her pretty much love of her life. Um, they're like star-crossed lovers of sorts. But yeah, that's them. And then Nikki, she is a heroin addict. Um, she's just witty. The junkie philosopher, as Yoga Johns puts her, which is another character um, that just is awesome. Yoga Jones, as her name suggests, she teaches yoga at the prison, and she is just kind of more spiritual of all the characters. Now, I won't go into every character because there's so many, but I will mention the ones that I really favor a lot and love. Um, so I had Nikki, Alex, and Piper. Morello, which I was talking about with Nicarello, which is their couple name. If you haven't noticed, Vosman is Vos and Chapman. Nicarello is Nichols and Morello. Because a lot of them go by last names. So Nikki Nichols, Lorna Morello. Um, Lorna Morello is not to be confused with Tom Morello. <laughs> from um, Rage Against the Machine. So Lorna Morello is pretty much my spirit animal. I am her. Um, I want to be loved. And I feel like a lot of times I mean well. And I fight for my love in just ways that are really out of the ordinary. And honestly, um, Lorna Morello is in jail for stalking, <laughs> um, and just pretty much threats towards this guy who she went on one date with. So his name's Christopher. You'll hear her talk about him, um, which guys, I just said I didn't want to spoil it. So hopefully that didn't spoil what I just what I just said just now. Oops. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, Morello's just awesome sauce. She always wears that. She's really, you can just see her lipstick a mile away. She always wears her makeup very nicely. And then after her, um, Red, who I mentioned too briefly, is the cook of the kitchen. She's really, she kind of looks like Heat Miser, but she's an awesome Heat Miser. She brings the pain and the heat in the kitchen. She's like, yo. And she's also Russian. She's badass. Like, if you guys don't know it, it's the actress from Star Trek, Kate, um, I almost said Kate McKinnick, Kate M- Mulgrew. Mulgrew? I'm bad at names. It's her. And then, if also for other kind of relevant stuff, um, Alex Vaz is played by Lara Prepon, which is um, from That 70s Show. And then Taylor Schilling's been on um, a Nicholas Sparks movie. I'm really bad at names, sorry. And then Lorna, the girl that plays Lorna Morell, I don't really know what she's been on. But I know Natasha Leon is in Russian Doll, which is a singular series of hers. Um, that's who plays Nikki Nichols. So just in case you guys have already watched shows with them in it, but not that show, that's where you recognize them from. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, I love Red. And then the other character, I mean, I love all of those characters for different reasons, but I didn't want to like make this too long and just mention characters because I feel like I need to move on. Um, but I, just as a brief tidbit, I also love Suzanne, um, crazy eyes is what they call her, because she's just, 
I don't know, she's just an absolute doll. Um, she's in jail. I don't really want to say why she's in jail, because I feel like that'll spoil it, and that's too far off. We learned about Morello and Nikki, and even Red and all them pretty dang quickly. But I didn't want to spoil Suzanne, but I just, you'll love her too. She's very lovable and just adorable. Her and Morello are just great friends, and I love it. Um, so the show itself, like, if you want me to kind of go off into a little bit of a another route here, the show itself touches base on a lot of issues. It's not just diversity and adversities. It's specifically with diversity, it was talking about the last season really focused on immigration and just the harshness and severities and how it indirectly affects everybody around. And it also focused on the Me Too movement. Um, first season mainly just went off of Piper's experience in the prison. Um, second season, I'm kind of getting cloudy here because I feel like they're all kind of running together. Second season was like Valentine's Day love, breakups, blah, blah. Third, I really need to refresh myself here. I don't, well, I don't know why I can't exactly remember the third. The fourth season was just a, excuse my word, fuck fest. Um, not as in like love making or anything like that. I mean like it was a, what even happened. What even happened here in the fifth? in the sixth don't even get me started the fifth is a riot you'll see why the sixth is what happens after the riot post riot the last season is just absolute why did it end this way everybody got messed screwed over yeah so to me the fourth and the last season have been to me the worst because it's just like why did this happen why are you guys like this why are the writers so dumb kind of equivalent and I know I said I didn't like spoiling things, but the level of hate that I felt towards the writers of this show was much equivalent to whenever Hyde and Jackie ended up together, or didn't, excuse me, oh my god, I just ousted myself, excuse me. They didn't end up together. I'm sorry if you guys haven't watched that 70s show, Blech. don't listen to me when I say this. But Hyde and Jackie didn't end up together, and that's the equivalent of how I felt. I hated that they didn't end up together, and I hated these seasons, those seasons of Orange is the New Black, the same. Like, why? What are you thinking? Snort a line of stability and realize you messed up as a writer. So, moving on. Um, I didn't want to just focus, though, on Orange is the New Black. Um, I wanted to also talk about just in general like you know what are everybody else's favorite shows um you can know send me some stuff like there's a voice message on this app i'm using it's anchor um it's fan freaking tastic as far as recording and really just kind of giving me ideas on how to set this podcast up in general because i am honestly very new to this you can tell by me not really knowing what to say on this episode and being like awkward but i feel like that really um showcases my personality i am an awkward turtle like in person i get social anxiety and I, yeah i do get a lot of people that will call me out and say well you used to be in theater how do you how are you so anxious and i'm like it's kind of a different setting it's just like public speaking i don't really think hardly a soul likes that and we gotta do it and it's 
terrifying. Um, yeah, where was I actually going with this? Because I keep doing this thing where um, tangents exist. Tangerines. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, this is madness. This is madness in my life. It, it could be the fact that I haven't slept that well in a few days. It could be the fact that the semester broke me so much work and my problem is I procrastinated way procrastinated excuse me words way too much so my brain is fried from trying to figure out hey how am I gonna get this long paper 10 pages done in an hour (laughs) let's put myself to the test so I don't know I just want to know what everyone's favorite shows are and you know you can send me them a as voice messages um, on this app, it's very iPhone friendly. I'm not sure if it's compatible for the Android or if it will be in y'all's app store, but it's called Anchor. Like, you know, like um, the little C element, Anchor. And it's just very useful. I wouldn't have been able to do this podcast without it. And then Google, also big shout out to Google because that's where I found it. Because I looked up ways to record a podcast and hey, here's a suggestion. I'm like, thank you. It's like a godsend. Um, but yeah, it's just my mind is so muddled. It's murky and muddy. It looks like a giant festering pile of crap right now. I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to stop here because I'm not really getting any talking in. I am talking, but it's not really amounting to much right now. So I am just going to cut it off here, guys. Um, Maybe another day I will remember my thought blowing in the wind because right now it's a fart in the wind. Because it doesn't really matter because it's not there. So I'm just going to let it go. Um, And it will come back to me if it loves me. So... Um, I hope everybody's enjoying the holidays. I have my festive anxiety on. Sweatered, adorned, whatever. Ironclad. And I am just going with the flow. Just like this podcast. Not knowing what to talk about. So anyway, have a good night. Thank you for tuning in to Kimmy's Corner again offers on the table send me suggestions of what I should talk about I will do it I need help anyway (laughs) so thanks guys